Blog Talk Radio. Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome to PGN Tuesday evening. This is Deborah with you here tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless you. Um, good to be here with you. Thank you for everyone who's joined us, dialed in, those who are yet to be here tonight and are yet to dial in for ministry, and those who are listening online, streaming, praise God. Um, I just realized today, I don't know, it may have been working before, but the um, app, the PGM app has been updated. So we got all our resources back in one place. Very cool, Randy's show and then the weekday shows. So praise God for that. Uh, Very cool. Glad to have that. So praise God. Um, Good to be here again with you this evening. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless you um, during your week work being here on a Tuesday evening to have church. So praise God. (laughs) Good stuff, right? For sure. For sure. (laughs) Okay. All righty. Let's pray. Before we start, Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father God, for just your indwelling uh, power of your Holy Spirit that you've blessed us with. We thank you for your very breath, your very life that you offer to us. We receive that, God, humbly. God, and may we be your vessels, God, to, um, as we draw near with confidence before your throne. Thank you for the assignment that you have on our lives, God. May it be uh, dispensed and displayed and manifested for your glory. And I thank you, Lord, your word tells us, let your light so shine that your Father in heaven may be glorified. And we thank you, Lord, that is our desire. God, that is our aim, is to glorify you. So be glorified. Be exalted in this place. In this place, God, here, Tuesday evening on PGN. Place your hand on your heart. And just say, Lord, be exalted in this place. You want him exalted in your life as you walk out in these days, right? Be exalted, God, in this place. Amen. So praise God. I want to talk about the Holy Spirit, ironically, tonight. I was reading some uh, last week. For those of you that weren't here, I just want to mention I was uh, talking about dreams a little bit and giving a little bit insight there. We'll probably come back to dreams again. I'm still pondering the dream that I had uh, last week because I knew I was going to be sharing on it, you know, expounding on some of the truths on dreams. And the Lord gave me a dream. So I'm still kind of contemplating um, some of what was happening in that dream. So if I have any dream interpreters here, uh, if you want to help me, <laughs> you can. It was kind of lengthy, but one item I will mention Um, that I had was I was traveling on a road, like walking, which I know is kind of like the path of life. But I had this, um, I was bringing with me a water cooler. And not the water cooler, it was my understanding of the dream as a water cooler. It was kind of like a a rectangle-sized, oversized, like, suitcase, if you will. That's how it was. So it was like that. I don't know where it wasn't kind of like what you would see in an office or what you would think a water cooler would be, but I had a plug with it and I had to plug it in and then keep walking with it on this trail 
and then go back, unplug it. When I remember in my dream, I thought it was weird that I brought it, but I knew I was going to be needing this refreshing and clean water um, for this path that I was on. And somehow it needed a power source and a power supply. And so, of course, I would have to walk down the path and then go back and get it and then replug it in. And I did that two or three times. So anyways, that's part of that. There was something with the power source there and the plug. So if anyone here is listening, I would like to um, give your insight on that particular portion of it. That'd be great. But we'll probably come back to dreams because, right, he says in the last days, he is going to um, give dreams and visions, right? His young men will have visions and the old men will dream dreams. So I believe that the Lord's going to be speaking to us in dreams very um, significant for um, just what we need and where we're serving and for, even for our families, right? To pray like the dreams are going to be words of wisdom and words of knowledge and not just um, insight and symbolic for how we're growing and how we're serving him while those are all true and right and you know, like pillars, um, the pillar foundations of what a prayer is. However, I believe that they will be used um, very in a very stealth way to maneuver um, in this land through the power of the Holy Spirit while we're here. So listen, so I was reading something today, and I was just, just realizing how protective God is over the Holy Spirit. So we know the Spirit is the divine Godhead, right? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And Jesus even tells us that in John 17, um, you know, they are the divine Godhead in other places as well, right? And the Trinity. So, which is a little bit of a mystery to that as well. Unbelievers cannot have the indwelling Holy Spirit. You have to believe on Jesus. Um, and it comes through acknowledging Jesus as Lord um, because it's not in the flesh, but it's of the spirit, right? And the spirit of God dwells in you, and God is a spirit. So that can only happen through uh, receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior as you come to turn from darkness to light, from the power of Satan to God, that you might receive forgiveness of your sins and be placed among those who are sanctified by faith in Christ. Okay, so back to the Holy Spirit. So I was realizing just how protective the Holy Spirit was. And I was realizing today when I was reading, and um, I was reading 1 Corinthians 6, 18 through 20. Now, let me read this. I just happened to pull this up in the Amplified, but it still works because it kind of explains as well uh, in depth with awesome understanding. It says, run away, verse 18, run away from sexual immorality in any form, whether thought or behavior, whether visual or written. Wow, I didn't realize it said that. Every other sin that a man commits is outside of his body. Okay, so, but the one who is sexually immoral sins against his own body. So do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is within you, whom you have received as a gift from God, and that you are not your own property? You were bought with a price and you were actually purchased with the precious blood of Jesus and made his own. So then honor 
and glorify God with your body. And I was thinking about in the Old Testament when the people took over the temple, you know, they were bought over different things, right? And they took over the temple and they they, uh, defiled it. They were doing disgusting things, and they were defiling the temple. And remember, you know, um, it's with the Maccabees. You know, I think that's during the time of Festival of Lights where in the menorah and the Hanukkah. Hanukkah, when you light that, right, it's the whole process of how they went back and fought for the temple um, because they were desecrating it and defiling it. And so they cleaned that up. They drove them out, cleaned it up. And then they discovered there was only enough oil left for one day, but yet it burned seven days because that's what they needed to make more oil. It was a miracle of God that his light, he was with them, fighting with them and shining his light with them. Um, So this became the miracle. This became the process of that celebration as well. Okay, if you read that, you can research that. So, So this is very similar to you, my friends. Myself, we ourselves are the temple of the Holy Spirit, and he's protecting the spirit of God within us, his very own deposit within us. He's claimed us because he's purchased us with his blood, and he's marked us with his spirit. He does not want us participating in defilement of defiling the temple. It's the same process. Um, that happened in the Old Testament, right? It's so confusing. And I think there's such a deceptiveness in this, and it can be very rampant, actually in the U.S. I don't know if it's across the globe or not. But, um, but I really think it's a mark of the enemy to deceive the nature of man, woman, whatever you want to say, humanity, to defile their own temple against the Holy Spirit, which is a mark of the enemy, right? And the enemy is after the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what we have on earth to demonstrate his power, to demonstrate his presence, to manifest his word, if you will. Though I'm not using manifest in a new age way. I'm just saying to bring forth truth, right? Even the spirit, he says the Holy Spirit is, he teaches all truth. And this is the enemy wants to just really shred this thing and uh, get rid of it. And that's what the, you know, that's what the warfare is after. And God, and besides God loves us, right? And he wants to teach us well and lead us well. He doesn't want this dichotomy of having his spirit and yet defiling the temple at the same time. So in Matthew twelve thirty one, again, he's protecting the Holy Spirit. He's preserving and protecting and cherishing the spirit of God within you. So Matthew 12, 31, because this has come up a lot, and this has kind of not been a big thing, but this is something coming up which is telling me the enemy is rampant to go after the Holy Spirit, okay, to silence the whole, everything that the Holy Spirit can bring forth in this hour that demonstrates the nature of God, the presence of Jesus, Right, Because we cannot receive the Holy Spirit without the acknowledgement of what Jesus did on the cross. So that has to come forth as the, uh, as the testimony, right? as the truth. And so the enemy whoa, wants to silence the voice, defile the temple. Do you get it? Are you tracking me? Are you seeing, like, are your eyes being open to what's happening in this world, how the enemy is trying 
to deceive even the Christian ever so slightly, but really is after uh, the power within you to work against him. Matthew 12, 31. He who is not with me, oh, no, that's verse 30. Okay, let me just start there. And then verse 31 is, uh, talks about uh, where I'm headed. But verse 30 says, he who is not with me once and for all on my side is against me. And he who does not unequivocally gather with me scatters. Therefore, I say to you, every sin and blasphemy. You know, verse 30, it just uh, dawned on my hair. We cannot stay lukewarm. This is it. This is like you cannot stay. You can't. He's not going to wait for you to make up your mind. Because if you acquiesce, that is your decision. Your decision is not to do it. Okay, I know it's coming on strong tonight. <laughs> okay, so therefore I say to you, every sin and blasphemy, and I'm speaking to myself too, every evil, abusive, injurious speaking or indignity against sacred things. Okay, this is why I chose the Amplified. Will be forgiven people, but blaspheming against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. And I think this is why, you know, this uh, Ananias and Sapphira were, were blaspheming against the Holy Spirit. And in my opinion, and I know this, well, okay, I don't need to share my opinion on that. <laughs> that might open up for controversy. At the same time, they were representing whether they had, anyways, but they were blaspheming against the Holy Spirit. Whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven. But whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit, listen how protective that is. Matthew twelve thirty one. They they had the Holy Spirit. They were speaking even to the Jews, right? So this is now okay. Jesus, right? Death, burial, resurrection, and now the disciples are sharing the gospel. You're tracking with me, right? Whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit, so protective by attributing the miracles done by me to Satan will not be forgiven either in this age or the age to come. And I will tell you, this is like, this is so, If okay, you and I reading this, I think to myself, that's so bizarre. Who in the world would do that? Because I think it's yet to come. I think we are yet to see this. But the acknowledgement is, is they are actually blaspheming the Holy Spirit when they are doing this. Oh, this is how protective he is of his Godhead, of his spirit, of you, um, and the nature of, of the power of what he carries, right? This is like good boundaries, right? If we make it in practical terms, well, that's very, maybe not necessarily humanistic, but it is limited in our own functioning cognitive thinking. Right, okay, so the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit is a spirit of truth, and it teaches with truth. So God definitely wants that to come forth, and that's by his spirit. We can only have access to the truth by his spirit, right? Because people can read the word, but they don't, they're not seeing the truth, unless you have access to the Holy Spirit. So we want to be, we want to treasure, we want to have that treasure, treasure the gift that God has given us by the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay, right? So maybe we should start calling this Treasure Tuesday because I just thought of that just now. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Lord. Father God, Holy Spirit.
Spirit, we bless you. We bless you. We thank you, Father, for your gift. We thank you for the treasure of the Holy Spirit this evening. We thank you, Father God. Thank you for sanctifying your people and cleansing them according to your truth, the washing of the word and according to your spirit, Father God. We thank you for an afresh and a new spirit and wind across your people, Father God. Blow forth your truth, God, and unity and uh, preservation and perseverance in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so Spirit of Truth, um, he is a helper, another helper of his presence, right? Um, And brings exaltation as well to Christ. He resides in us and will be with us. Um, And the Holy Spirit is in Luke. Okay, that was in John. And Luke is portrayed as a spirit of the activity of the presence of God. And again, this is, I think, why the enemy is after this. And literally defiling, it's so, not bizarre to me, but it's mine, it's just, it is, it was just really eye-opening to me how he's telling us not to defile our own temple with sexual immorality in any way, in any form, and in any shape. Because, and he's protecting the Holy Spirit within you, but the same is true in the Old Testament, how the two run parallel. And so God is unchanging, right? He's unchanging in all of his ways and his thoughts and his will. And certainly it, it is the grand narrative, as some would say, um, of the heart of God is to protect the temple, protect what he has established as his kingdom. You're carrying the kingdom of God within you to bring forth something and he doesn't want it defiled we need we need to you know have an invasion of the maccabees and some people's lives to get rid of to clean that up and to reclaim it for christ please reclaim it for christ and it's probably not anyone here that's listening it may or may not be maybe online maybe somebody here later but please please Listen to the word of God. He wants to protect you. He wants to preserve his Holy Spirit. And he wants to use you in in the nature to bring forth his presence and to bring forth his power. Because I don't know if he's going to do that, if he's going to do that with defilement, right? I mean, I don't know. It'd have to, I don't know. How's that going to happen? I don't know. How's that happened in the past? It hasn't, really. So that's, that's why I'm imploring you. Okay, so you carry the activity and the presence of God by the power of the Holy Spirit within you. It's, it's, a, it's a force, right, within you. So thank you. And, and then also it says that Jesus was primarily a spirit. God was a spirit, so we have Again, this divine Godhead that lives within us. So, and then listen to this. So, not how precious <clears throat> this is as well. If we think about it, how come God would preserve or God would um, protect the very nature of the Holy Spirit? Because how did the disciples receive the Spirit? How did they receive it? Well, God breathed on them, right? He breathed. And he even spoke his word, Shalom, but he said, Receive the Holy Spirit. He spoke and breathed his word and asked them to receive it. Um, Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Father God. And it says John 20, 22, John 19, 30. Thank you, Father God. Okay, and we know that there are one. And again, okay, we talked about that. So praise God. Okay, so thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Okay, let me check that. Okay, so now we also have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to pray this um, just for people who are listening. Again, if you haven't received Jesus and you don't understand uh, what he did on the cross for you, um, there might be very few people, but we just don't know, right? There's a listening ear. God draws people. It says, if my name be lifted up, I'll draw all people unto me. And, you know, admitting that you're a sinner, seeing your need and understanding that Jesus Um, holding the deity of God was fully man, fully God, poured out his blood as an atonement for your soul to save you and to have fellowship with you and to renew and to reconcile your relationship to come unto him for prayer and fellowship and strengthening and everything else that it says in scripture, right, to receive fully from him, that he would cleanse you from all unrighteousness as you receive him in your heart as the Son of God and Savior and Lord of your life, and that he will help you to live for him if you yield and humble yourself before him and ask to receive, right? So uh, last verse on that, John 10, it says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, so what are you confessing with your mouth? You're recognizing that he has the power, the authority, and his majesty as God, and believe in your heart, that God raised him from the dead, then you will be saved. So with the heart a man believes, you're believing that Christ is your Savior, which is resulting in justification. He makes you righteous. He takes the unrighteous, cleanses it with his blood, and then you are made righteous through faith, right? Uh, Through redemption of his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to his grace, Um, And then faith, you have peace with God, but the mouth confesses, that is that you're stating your faith openly, resulting in the confirming of your salvation. So if you received Christ and you've never shared that with anyone, um, you know, told a family member, a neighbor, a friend that what you did, you need to make a public confession for that. Because the baptism of the Holy Spirit as receiving um, the infilling of the Holy Spirit and as speaking in tongues. I know it's a little different and I'm jumping forward. I'm jumping. I am jumping. I'm taking a big jump there. But by faith and believing in God, uh, that you are his child and he is your father, God is poised and ready to baptize you in the Holy Spirit when you ask him. So we we read in Luke um, 11. Uh, 10 through 13, he was talking about, hey, if you if you know how to give good gifts to your father, how much more is he going to give you, right? And he says, if you then, being evil, that is sinful by nature, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give to you the Holy Spirit to those who ask and continue to ask of him? So praise God, Lord, we just ask for your spirit. We thank you, Father, that you give your spirit without measure. That's what your word says, God. We each have a measure of faith, but you give your spirit without measure, Father God. So we want to believe, okay? And um, if you've ever had anything with the occult, right, right? God doesn't share 
a place, if you think of that even as, as your temple and a place there, he's not going to share that with defilement, you know, or another God, right? He's a jealous God. He's not going to share it. You have to repent of any um, occultic and, set and renounce those things in and through your life. But uh, we recognize, um, Father God, our power for your need to live a new life, God. So fill your people with your Holy Spirit, and by faith we just receive it now, and we thank you for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and you are welcome, Father God, here in this place, God. We thank you. Your word says that we can have it as we just read, Lord, so we believe, God, and we receive your gift by faith in Jesus' name, God. So we thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, for the evidence and the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. So may the grace and the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. So praise God. So let me, um, let me just uh, jot down um, where we're going with, with our numbers and in order. Um, let's see. Okay, praise God. Okay, thank you, Jesus. Okay, thank you, everyone, for joining us again. It's Tuesday evening. God bless you. God bless you. We ask, uh, dedicate this evening to the Lord. And uh, again, thank you. So let's go ahead and open up uh, the phone line on our first caller for prayer and ministry. God bless you all. So two eight one seven three one. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? Where are you calling from? Oh, good evening, Sister Deborah. This is this is Evelyn. This is uh, Evelyn from Houston. Oh yes, hi. It's been a while. Good, nice to have you. It's been a while. Yes. Good. I hope you're doing well. Okay, let me pray for you, and we'll come back and um, open up your line. Thank you so much. Glad you're here. So, Father God, we thank you for Evelyn, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for your healing. We thank you, God, for just uh, calling forth um, her name, God, and calling forth, um, like, the Lord is resurrecting something, and, um, and just calling it forth. You know how he called forth Lazarus. And um, out of the tomb, and I'm just seeing like um, that linen or um, whatever, just this unwrapping happening, you know. And sometimes the Lord uses, as he did then, he told, you know, Jesus did it, right? Because Jesus spoke and um, because that's what he does and he creates. And um, the power of his word. Thank you, Father, for the power of your word over Evelyn, God, that you're Spoken power of your word over Evelyn, God, even your prophetic words, God, your promises spoken over her life coming forth, Father God. And, and sometimes he uses the community, as he did then, is what I was going to say, as he said now, um, he, told, he told those that were there, viewing it in community to unwrap the grave clothes, right? So the unwrapping, other people participated in the healing. Other people participated in what was called forth um, in, over Lazarus' life, you know, to come forth that, that he was living, you know, and it wasn't as he thought it was. 
Um, so there's something there. I probably understand all the dynamics or the depth of that, but, um, but Father's speaking over you and calling forth even the prophetic words, you know, bringing to life and calling forth the resurrection power of God over your life. So we thank you for that, God. And just the community, even seeing and knowing and participating in some way um, in and through that, we thank you, Father, um, that you uh, just how you do things like that. It's very cool because, you know, sometimes the Lord, um, which does speak of even your calling to, of, to be in the midst of the community and um, to affect the community, you know, of uh, the power of your presence and the power of your word, the power of his word, um, you know, being demonstrated in the presence of the community. So, um, yeah, there's something, there's something on that. Because, you know, um, it's not even, even though Lazarus, okay, so last, so yeah, so there's something there already where you're already established and called to be functioning within the community. And when we do, that's why it's so powerful because, like, you know, when, for instance, when we pray over people in the community that we know and love and they're healed, <clears throat> it affects the whole community, right? We read that in the Gospels, that the entire entire cities knew, and it went to surrounding cities, and it's supposed to because God God wants to do it that way and affect as many people as He can. The wondrous um, power and presence that He has. So praise God for that. There you go. Yeah, so that's pretty Hello. cool. Hello. Yeah, thank you. I thank you so much for that word, Sister Deborah. And and I like, you know, I enjoyed your teaching on the Holy Spirit. But and I and I just pray that a lot of people on the line heard that and they would desire to want the Holy Spirit because some I minister to people and they tell me they already have the Holy Spirit. I the Holy Ghost. I said, well, do you speak in tongues? No, I don't speak in tongues. I said, well, the tongues come with it, you know, and I explained to them how to receive the Holy Spirit, you know, and, and some of them say, well, I don't need it, you know, and some people do want to receive it. So that was really, really a good message. A lot of people have been in church years and years and years, and they still don't don't speak in tongues, you know. They feel, they feel like they don't need it. And you know when you when you be, when you in tongues, the Lord be giving you uh, you know scriptures, be giving you word of knowledge, and it is so important to be able to have the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. That 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 message was so powerful that you ministered this afternoon. Like I say, I pray I pray a lot of people on the line heard it, and if they and if they don't have the Holy Ghost, I pray that they would have a desire to want the Holy Spirit because it makes a difference. It makes a difference. When I got the Holy Ghost, my whole life changed. I saw things in a whole different way. And when you don't know what to pray for, you can get on your knees and you can just pray in the Holy Ghost and the devil don't know what you're talking about. You got that direct line to God. So I thank God for, for what you ministered on. That was very, very powerful. And I and I I, I called to uh, pray for a young man, 
he's like 21 years old, and he developed a headache, and he, he has bleeding on the brain. So they did surgery on him, and they stopped the bleeding, but on one side the bleeding is still there, and they're going to do another surgery in two weeks. And, uh, and we, you know, a lot of people have been praying for him, the church been praying for him and what have you. And I know it might be a lot of people on the line because one put 1,000, two put 10,000. If we all pray, you know, the devil will have to take his filthy hands off of that young man. Yes, yeah. Are you able? Like, are you able to share his first name or? Oh yeah, his name is Joshua. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing earlier as well, and just being a minister to want to spread the fire and the Holy Ghost in people's lives. That is so. Um, I mean, that's just so important, and Amen. just as equally. As important as reminding to ask people, hey, have you ever prayed to receive Christ as your Lord, you know, or however you would say that. And then asking, hey, have you ever received the power of the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Because that does give us the power to overcome, you know, um, the things in this world. So, um, yes. So that is a good reminder to even... Yeah, to ask people that. So that's good. Good for Amen. good for you. Yes. Amen. So um uh, anyway, so let's pray for um and let me just say since we're praying for him as a community, um also a young man from our church, he's uh like twenty eight, twenty nine, he had um a stroke of all things and a blood oh clot. God. So they had to do surgery on his brain as well. So he is still in my ICU. Brother. And they're still, um, yeah, so they're still having, you know, he's still walking through his healing, um, but you're right. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that is. So his name is Dan. Um, So we're believing God to, um, for the power of the Holy Spirit to touch him and to resurrect his life and um, every function, every cognitive function that God's given him to be restored in Jesus' name. So let's say now for... you know what? Let me. I'll, let's just do this. Let's demonstrate this. If you can, I know uh, maybe your voice might be a little bit more um, stronger than my voice. So if you could do this quietly, I'm going to pray though. And if you could just quietly pray in the in the Holy Ghost. And I think yes, because we we're talking about this, I just sense that. Yes. I'm just keep your phone line open. Thank you you uh, quietly pray in the Holy Ghost as I pray for Joshua. And Dan, um, and come into agreement, we thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God. We pray in the power of your spirit and the power of your word, God. We thank you for every awailing spirit of your word, Father God, to come over them, Father. Just as your word says in Psalm 103 that you've given. God, um, and you bless loving kindness and tender mercies. You crown us with loving kindness and tender mercies. We ask that this touch the top of their heads, the top top of Joshua's head, the top of Dan's head, is your loving kindness and your tender mercies, God. We thank you for even your angels touching them, God, with your fingerprints, God, with your wholeness, Father God, for bleeding to stop, swelling to stop. In Jesus' name, we thank you for every cognitive to remain and to be restored in Jesus' name, Father God. We pray, God, Joshua doesn't even have to have the second surgery, God. We ask, Lord, 
for the anointing and the power of healing to come upon him, Father, as we pray in faith and obedience to your word, God. We thank you, Lord, for moving in their lives, God, moving in them, Father God, and even demonstrating in them the power of the Holy Spirit to a community of believers and those that you want to demonstrate as believers, God, that you would even restore the awe and the reverence to the body of Christ because of the work of the Holy Spirit's power. We thank you for this, Father God, the establishment of this, God. Let this be, God. Let this be on track with your will, with your function and your power and your presence, Father, in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord, for every spirit of doubt. And unbelief, yes, we rebuke Lord. that, and we bind you in Jesus' name, God, and we just loose miracles. We loose the miracle of God. We thank you for the compassions of God. We thank you for healing on your wings to drip upon them, Father God. Drip your anointing and your healing upon their heads and their hearts, God. And just as we read in Luke and in Mark where it says immediately, God, things happen immediately, Father God, in Jesus' name. Thank you for your power, God. And let us be astounded, Lord. Even, even with us, Lord, having all of our cognitive, you know, functions, Lord, we're still limited. God, we yes. ask that you do more than we yes. can ask, think, or imagine, Father, in, in Joshua's life and in Dan's life, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank, Thank you, Father. Lord. Thank you, Father, for doing it. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost. God is doing something in both of their lives. I feel it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank, Thank you, Jesus. Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank Be you, exalted, Lord. Father. Be glorified. Yes, Amen. Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise well, thank God. you so much for the, why it's important you. why we show up, right? <laughs> so praise God. Thank you for being here. Hallelujah. Thank you. Yes. Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. We thank you, Lord, that Joshua, God, uh, will reach out and touch the hem of your garment, God, that his bleeding will stop when he reaches out, God. He stretches forth his weakness, and he stretches forth his faith to touch you, Father God. In Jesus' name, God. Lord, let it be so for Dan as well, God. I'm going to stretch forth his weakness. Yes. Stretch forth his Hallelujah. strength of faith in you. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. And you touch, God. Let me let him draw That's on God. the power of God yes. to receive yes, his healing, Lord. God. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Jesus' wow. name. Thank you. Ooh, hallelujah, Lord. Ooh, the power of God is, oh, hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is moving right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mm, my God, some glory. Thank you, Lord. Mm, thank you, Lord. Oh, bless wow. his name. Thank you, Father. Yes. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
I feel like the healing is taking place on this line right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For your healing power. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Glory to your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. on a little slow, so right before it stops spinning, I hold my breath there. Okay, so our next caller here is 828-989. Good evening. Thank you for calling and joining us this evening. <laughs> this, Jennifer? Yes, it is. Okay. From North Carolina. Are you doing okay? Pardon yeah, me? I am. I felt that. I, I'm just sitting here and soaking all that in and I just like 
broke out in laughter, and I just felt the joy of the Lord and this peace. Man. Wow, praise God. Thank you, Father. Yeah, Yeah, let me pray for you. Hold on, I'm going to mute your line before we go. (laughs) Father God, we thank you for Jennifer, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you for what you're bringing forth this evening, God. Like, even like a fountain, you know, a fountain coming forth and spilling forth because it's the power of your Holy Spirit. It's the baptism of your Holy Spirit, Father God. And we thank you for it. We thank you for the living waters. I thank you, Father God, for whatever it is we're tapping into this evening, God, and the cleansing and the rushing wind and um, rivers, God, of living waters, Father, coming forth. In Jesus' name, before your throne, let the living waters come forth before your throne, Father God. We thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. And I see the Lord um, doing things where he is going to be utilizing his people. And some are going to be, these rivers are going to be coming forth towards his throne. And um, his people are navigating in different ways through the waters. Even some have like kayaks and canoes because they can navigate um, differently um, amongst these waters. So we thank you for the different navigations that are coming forth, Father God, in Jesus' name. In the name of the Lord, we thank you, Father God, for Jennifer and the navigations that you have on her life, um, Father, to um, tread over serpents and to tread in waters. Father God, we thank you, God. We thank you, God, just for your overcoming flow of your presence this evening, Father. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we thank you for it, God. In the name of the Lord Jesus. We thank you, Father God, and I see you calling other people into the waters as well, you know. Thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. And I'm not sure what all that means in a practical sense about navigating in these waters and the flow, but um, praise God, <laughs> the Lord, praise him for it. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. We stand upon your word. Actually, I think there's a verse. And okay, um, I think it's Ezekiel. Um, I want to say Ezekiel forty-eight. Oh. The Lord is there. So thank you, Father God. Um, okay, I think it's in there somewhere about the, all the rivers. Um, they all flow to the throne of God. Um, that's what I'm thinking. So I'm not seeing it in here, and there's just too much for me to navigate to try to read that. So, um, but all the waters and the rivers flow. Uh, to the throne of God. We thank you, Lord, for your existence. We thank you for your plan. We thank you that you are the Lord. Um, you declare, he declares, you know, a lot of times in the Old Testament, he declares his name over a certain place, right? Like um, Jehovah, 
you know, the provider. He's the there in Ezekiel, uh, which maybe think of it at the end of Ezekiel uh, 48. He says, he is the Lord that is there. So his very presence and he leaves his mark and his, um, and he names it, you know, after him, like he, his names demonstrate his character. They demonstrate his presence, his power, and a lot of times his presence as well. So whatever he's spoken and whatever he's called over that place, and I don't know if it's, this is something relevant um, that is associated with you, Jennifer, but, um, you know, calling the name over that place is like, He's claimed it and he's demonstrated him, proved himself, if you will, to be um, the producer of that name. You know, like the qualifier, um, his spirit is the qualifier of the very name he gives himself. And then he, and he, but he's doing it on earth. Do you see? It's like when he touches places on earth through the Old Testament and the New Testament and the angel of the Lord and the appearance of the Lord, right? And those are his places that he's marked and has a special meaning to him of his presence, you know, and um, on the mountain, on the cloud, even returning in the cloud, right? Because he's, he's coming. He started with the Israelites, you know, in the Jewish community, brought in the Gentiles, and then he's going to yet bring in the um, Jewish community again. So they have reference to the cloud. They know what that means. And he is, again, he's unchanging in all of his ways. So we can hold him to the power and the character of his name that he is given, right? Because he is not a man that he should lie. And we hold him, you know, and when he says he's a certain name, we, I'm going to hold you, Lord, to the integrity of your word, and, um, you know, and we're just, we're locking arms with him and, you know, even showing him we're completely trusting in the name that you've demonstrated and the name that you've given, that you've placed here. I understand your workings, your inward workings and your outward workings to the best of my human ability. And, um, you know, and we're calling forth, we're calling you forth on that to, uh, to do it again. Lord, as um, to do marvelous deeds and to show himself in mighty ways through the power of the Holy Spirit, just like in Habakkuk says that, right? So praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Mm. I'm going to have to tap into the Lord and about the rivers flowing oh yeah do some yeah thank you Jesus thank you thank you thank you Jesus thank you Lord Thank you for who you are, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, he's um he's really been over the last ten years just like revealing who he is and you know, all his names to me. And it's really 
Yeah, it's pretty special to get to know him, you know, his character and, um, you know, that really spoke to me. Oh, that's awesome. That's very awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And thank you for your... Um, I really enjoyed your teaching tonight. I I came in a little late, and I'm, I was so really just caught up in everything you were saying. I can't wait till it gets you know, posted so I can go back and listen to it in its entirety. It was really powerful. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Totally enjoyed um, it. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad that it ministered to you. So praise God. Yes. Praise God. Well, thank you so much for joining us and um, being a part. uh, Yeah. Um, being a blessing and receiving a blessing. So, Thank you, that praise the Lord. God bless you. You take care. God bless you. You too. Thanks. Bye bye. Okay, very good. Thank you, Lord. Okay, um, two five one three four two. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? Where are you calling from? Hi, Deborah. This is Latrice from Alabama. Latrice, thank you. Can never get your You're phone welcome. number straight, so thank you for your patience and that. Okay, let me um, mute you and come back to you. Thank you for joining us. Good to hear your voice. Okay. Uh, everything jumped. So where are we? Uh, oops. Hold on a second. I lost you. Oh, there you are. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what's going on. Okay. <laughs> so, Father God, we thank you for Latrice, Lord. In Jesus' name, we just lift her up to you, Father. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for her, God. We thank you for, um, you know, I see you in, um, like, asking the Lord which way to go, like, for direction, um, and looking, and I'm seeing, like, these beams of light and then also, like, shades of darkness, you know, and, of course, you are going to step into the light and follow him into the light, but all around, like, as you're exploring and looking and, like, um, you know, you're calling upon him, acknowledging him, as the word says, in all of your ways, calling on him in faith and asking him to um, which, you know, which is which is the path you know but as you're looking you're also clearly seeing like what is not the path you know and that there's darkness there or maybe it just looks blank or maybe it just looks confusing Um, but I'm also seeing spots of where it's clear there's so much light you know and um, when the Lord says you know that he will um, he he leads us as a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. So he's lighting the path um, for which you should walk in, you know, and you might not see um, the light, like, like when the Israelites um, followed the cloud and the pillar, right? It was just, they were following the cloud. They didn't really know where they were going or what the outcome was or where it was going to stop or anything. Just as the same is true. You follow the light 
right? I mean, even, and I know I probably say this verse a lot, but John 8, 12, you know, where he says we follow him. Uh, we, do, we don't walk in darkness, which I know that you don't, but we um, walk in the light. And we have, um, because we follow Christ, we walk in the light. That's what he's saying. And we have the light of life. So there's even life within the light, right? And then remember that one testimony of that man who was healed of COVID. I think it was Randy's friend. And he was talking about how the light went through like his veins and electricity and he was being healed like right there. It's just so cool. Anyways, how God can take his verse and make it three or four dimensional, you know, and move on people in such a way. So when we step into his light, the same thing, right? There's this fullness there of his spirit, of his power. And so just following and stepping into the light there's you don't even know what's going to happen next you know in a good way but you're following him as he tells us to so again i see you standing there um you know my neighbors are watching me because it's getting a little bit dark out and i'm talking with my hands and praying and that's okay so um i just release the holy spirit in this place I, i thank you for my street father god has released the power of the holy spirit to minister Uh, Jesus to these people, Father God. May my neighbors begin to even knock on our door and tell us of dreams and experiences they have, Father. And I thank you, Lord, that you would even use John to minister the light of life to them for salvation, that their names would be written in the Lamb's Book of Life, Father. We release it now, Jesus' name. So, so Evelyn, I mean, I'm sorry, Latrice, the... um, so we thank you. Let's thank you for the power of God, right? So when he, it's like, um, it's like charges us, right? His spirit is like charging and so is his light. There's a, um, you know, even if they do, they do studies on little embryos and how they put things and then they say, well, where is it? Like the point of conception and they'll, and they'll look on the screen and they'll say, it's at that light. See that light right there? It's because it is the light of life. So um, I just want to say it's, it's uh, the word, which is powerful. It doesn't return void, but it's also science. And then there's also, again, that dimensional, like that fourth dimensional thing that's happening that only Christ can do. So um, going back to the beginning of your word, I'm just seeing you standing and asking of the Lord, you know, like which direction or which way to go and him truly shining and illuminating light. And I see this light in different places as well. So, and I'm not sure what that means. I don't know if there, I'm not sure what that means, but I am seeing um, in one place you're looking, it looks like you're looking to the right, and that looks like just darkness, and then completely to the left, it is so much light, and there's no clear, um, it's not necessarily like a doorway, but as far as the darkness and the light is concerned, it's very clear where it starts and where it doesn't, you know, so, um, which is almost like a supernatural thing, right, because things, we want things to happen, this is why we pray, Right, things happen in the spiritual first, and then in the natural later. Even when God, you know, speaks His word, sometimes to them, the accomplishment of it um, is that time frame. But so, Father God, we thank you, Lord, uh, for where you have Latrice, and asking, and knowing, and seeing your ways, Father God. And I thank you, Lord, as she steps into those places, Father God. 
that it would be like four dimensional, God, that your love, right? I was, um, someone was sharing with me the other day, um, you know, uh, where we pray and ask the Lord to demonstrate his love, the height and the length and the width and the depth of his love, that that's four dimensional. You know, his love is a whole different dimension that we take in and we are three dimensional in our humanity and how we experience life. But with God and his love, he is that fourth dimension. And in that, he holds, again, the light of life. And this is where we all want to walk because there's great power in there. It's charging, like electric charging and um, energizing. That's the word I'm trying to look for. Energizing in your, like with your faith and in your spirit. So we thank you. Um, we thank you, Lord, for just encompassing her in every dimension, Father God, and empowering her as she steps into your light. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 I receive that. The light and life being in it as well. We do tell the Lord, thank you. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your ways. Praise God. And I. I'm going to uh, add Joshua and Dan to uh, uh, the prayer list that I have as well. And I'm believing God for their total and complete healing in Jesus' name. And that the perfect will of support be done concerning them. Amen. Amen. I just believe that it's already done in the spirit. Amen. Praise God. Thank you for your prayers. For sure. And uh, Deborah, if you could, I would like for you to pray for uh, my children and uh, for um, Orlando, uh, a friend of mine, Orlando. Okay, that's a person? Yes. Okay, so your children in Orlando? Yes. All right, gotcha. Okay, let's pray. I'm going to go ahead and mute you and pray. Um, The others listening can pray along with us. And even if you're listening at a later time, please pray um, for those who are calling in and and what you're hearing. So um, we bless you for joining us. Um, and so thank you. Thank you, Latrice, for joining us. God bless you. Have a good week. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. So, Father God, we lift up Latrice to you. Father God, we lift up her children to you. Father, we thank you for the bloodline. God, we thank you, Lord, for every rescue and every promise that you have over each one of her children, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that you are, um, like, Lord, not just throwing them a rope, God, but you are like that umbilical cord, God, that you only allow them to go so far, Father God, and they find their way back, God, because um, I, I thank you, Lord, for doing that work in their lives, God, and making the journey, stamping it their own, God, making it um, Father God, truly that your eyes are always upon their circumference. 
um, and in their journey, God. And I thank you, Lord, even the whispers of their heart and the prayers of their heart, Father God, that you would draw them back, that you would woo them back, God. Let their eyes and their ears fall, God, on the faith and the word of God, Lord. Your word says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, Lord, let, like, even if they're at a restaurant and they walk in or someone behind them, they're praying over their meal, God, let the faith and the word of God fall upon their ears, God. And we thank you, Lord, for awakening every place of faith, God, dusting off the corners of the purposes of God to come forth in their lives, God. We thank you, Lord. Let it be timely, God. Redeem any time, Father God, but with shift, Lord, that they step into the purposes and the call of God in their lives for such a time as this as well, Father. So we thank you for that in Jesus' name. And we pray for Orlando. Father God, we thank you, Lord, uh, for Latrice's friend, Father Orlando. And um, we just lift them up to you, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for doing a work in Jesus' name. Thank you for doing a work in Jesus' name. I see the Lord like um, like holding this light over like, like an incubation time or period. I don't know if it's just like uh, protection and keeping warm, um, kind of like a light you would use over like if you were raising chickens or something like that. They needed to have an extra, they needed to like, like to make sure that the atmosphere is just right. So whatever needs to come forth and it's being birthed or hatched or um, you know, protected. It's like the Lord is doing that. He's being incredibly watchful um, and preserving um, something of growth or something of the nature and, and what the Lord wants to bring forth um, in Orlando. Um, again, just watching over it very carefully with this lamp and this light and like almost preserving it, protecting it until it becomes to an area where it's mature um, that it can be on its own. I'm not sure what that is, like body, soul, spirit, I'm not sure. But, um, or full in its fullness, I say mature, but like in its fullness as well. So we thank you, Father, for having your work, and we thank you for your eye um, and your care and just your steadfast ways, God, of true rest and security and peace for Orlando. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Thank you. So let's go to our next caller here. Let's make sure I got this right. Um, 803-991, good evening. Thank you for joining us. Who am I speaking to? Where are you calling from? Hello, Deborah. This is Angela, South Carolina. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. Good. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Let me um, mute you for a second. And then... um, back to you. So, Father God, uh, I get lost. Father God, we thank you for Angela. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father God, Lord, and we just um, lift her up before your kingdom, Lord. We thank you for doing your work, God. We thank you for watching your back. I see the Lord like who's watching your back and um, he's caring for you. He's actually even putting like a cloaking you with something, like a garment, cloaking you with a garment. Um, even on your back and covering you. So we thank you, Father God, just how precious you are, Father God, um, and guiding her, Lord, and protecting her, God, and covering her, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. 
Yeah, it's very fatherly as well. So I was just um, thinking in my practical mind, if um, like the cloak, I'm not sure everything represented in scripture, maybe you know about, about, about being cloaked. Um, but then also he's like placing this on you and he's behind you, which the Lord likes to speak to us. Even though I know his word says we're not going to see, we won't see him till later, till face to face. But when we come into his presence, he, he actually is facing us and we just can't see him. You know, we can't see the fullness of him yet, but we will, but he is facing us. Okay. So, but in this here, I'm seeing is that he's behind you again. So he's covering you and he's got your back and um, he's cloaking you with this thing and putting it on your shoulders and then very fatherly, like, like holding your shoulders and like, you know, like saying something in your ear, whispering something in your ear. And I don't know if that's just peace or guidance or instruction, but it's very fatherly, almost maybe, almost even maybe grandfatherly, if you will, you know, like that type of fatherly, very caring, very gentle, um, you know, demeanor, but yet very protective. Like I know, like, yeah, with that protective heart, um, but very caring and gentle as well. And just preserving, like just resting himself there um, in your presence and knowing like you just need this covering. So I don't know if that's a type of like, also as I'm saying it, like until something passes by um, so that he knows that his presence is covering you, that whatever, waiting until whatever happens just passes you by. And then, you know, you take and you're released with this cloak, um, So I'm not sure exactly everything that's happening. I'm just trying to, I mean, um, yeah, I'm not sure exactly everything that's taking place. I'm just trying to describe uh, in detail what it is that I'm seeing. Um, So we thank you, Lord, for this covering, God, and just this, this is fatherly nature and care to watch her back and cloak her, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's the second time I've got the cloak thing. I think Tanisha told me the first time about a couple of weeks ago. That's another Are you serious? <gasps> wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. wild. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I would look that up because I was thinking, what is that? And um, I think I heard, like, Randy Clark maybe one time talk, but I couldn't. I was like, I cannot remember, um, but I was like, it's a cloak. So, wow, praise the Lord. And we love Terrence and Tanisha and Jeannie and everyone else that's here. So, um, so praise God. Wow. That is awesome. Thank you, Father. Very cool. Yeah, I know Elijah. Was it Elijah or Elijah? One of them got a cloak from, I think it was Elijah. But I don't know the same type, type of cloak. It's the only time I've heard about a cloak in the scriptures, but I will research that out. But, um, yeah, yeah. the second time I've gotten this, so I pre Yeah, there's something there. Yeah, very cool. So, hey, is so there any, um, thing, yes, of course, is there anything you'd like to share with the people or any other prayer requests? Um, I'm just grateful that this young man I work with that God will continue to um just help him with his his uh his issues he's having with with um 
certain medication he takes, I think it affects his his um, performance at work and stuff. But, you know, I've been praying for him and lifting him up in prayers. I see today was to be a good day for him, but um, I think he's in a battle with that. Uh, he has a little boy and everything, and, you know, he's just, I think that's just a battle for him right now because he's, he's an overcomer with the drugs he was on, but they put him on more drugs to get him off of the other drugs. So it's like, you know, it's not, oh, wow. you know, I don't know if those drugs really help when you offer that kind of stuff, but, you know, you say that's what he takes day or every other day. Mm-hmm. So we just keep And then he, so he's like, go ahead. No, no, you're fine, listen. Oh, is he, like, on your team? Yeah, I work with him. Mm-hmm. I work with him. And then are you able to give his first name or you're not comfortable? It's fine if you don't. Yeah, yeah um, his name is Cal. Cal. Cal? Cal. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks. Let me show Okay. Thank you so much. Okay, we will pray for him. So thank you so much for joining us. Oh, is he a believer? That was that was the other thing I was going to ask. You know, I, I I saw him one day. I saw a Bible in his truck, and I asked him. I said, "Oh, I said, oh is that your Bible?" And he said, "No, it's my brother's Bible." But well, his brother passed about six months ago. He passed away from drug overdose. Oh wow! And so oh, wow. Uh, I gave him a yeah. So I, I think he, you know, evidently he must be doing something because he had it, you know, in his truck and stuff. And um, so I'm mm-hmm. sure he he must know. I don't. I never asked him personally, but. Just by the way, he he's a kind of hard person, and um, you know, but I don't know if he's made the Lord his of his life. Like you know, he may have a belief, but I don't know if he's really really seeking God on a right. level like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. Let me um, mute your phone line. We'll pray for him. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Okay, so Father, we thank you for Cal. God, we lift him up. God, we pray for the preservation and protection of, of that you're powerfully shield and protect him and what he's doing, Father God, in Jesus' name. Lord, I, I pray that you would awaken him, God, and even give him dreams to give him the strength to get off these medications, Lord. We pray for an increase of his performance at work, Father God, to, um, to, work, to work with more skill and accuracy in Jesus' name. And we pray, Father, that um, if he ha- hasn't opened this Bible, God, we know that your Bible is even written with the intention that you know we're going to come back and be searching and asking, God. And, and it's written in such a way that you're revealing yourself. So we ask for the anointing on the power of the word, God, not to return void when he looks or opens or wherever he falls upon, Father God. We thank you, Lord. Have your way. Father God, I, I can think of testimonies of people who where missionaries came through and just gave them a Bible, and you did incredible things when they just read it, God, and they were incredible men of God. We ask this, God, to um, bring forth the testimony of God upon your written word, Lord, that, that Cal would become a living epistle unto you, God. Free him from the grips of addiction, Father. In the name of Jesus, God, loose him and let him go. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Um, our next caller here is 817-894. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Who am I speaking to? Hi, Deborah. It's Lori. 
Lori from Texas. Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you. Lots of friends in Texas, so we like that. Okay, thank you so much for joining us. Let me um, come back to you. All of a sudden, I wasn't paying attention, and I do have a, I have a handful more callers before we end. So let me pray. So, Father God, we thank you for Lori in Jesus' name. We just lift her up, God, before um, your throne. God, before your kingdom throne, God, in Jesus' name. We thank you for what you're doing, God, in Jesus' name. And, you know, sometimes the Lord does things. He does them where, like, they're, um, I mean, uh, you know, the expression is they're etched in stone, but and it is that. But I'm seeing this be, like, um, it is also, um, like, preserved in a sense where the enemy can't even take it. Um, the, the enemy... Um, it is preserved in a place um, with his, with the Lord's rightful intention and rightful heart on that in Jesus' name. And so we thank you, Father God. Everything that you've intended um, for Lori and purpose, really, it's the purposes of God and the will of God. Lord, um, we pray, Lord, that they would unfold. Um, with your intention, you know, so what I'm thinking of is, or, or what I kind of seen, and then it's making me draw back to, I was listening to a story on um, the tribe of Dan, and they had a certain property and certain lands in the Old Testament. Well, they weren't happy with it, and they weren't content with it, so they moved on and went somewhere else, okay? And so they were supposed to be closest to Jerusalem, okay? That's where they got placed and designated, and so they moved on from there, and it put them at the farthest end of Jerusalem and the, I can't think of that's the northern or the southern part of the land. And so, and it caused a lot of problems for them, to be honest. They were closer to the enemy's line and, um, you know, they, I think they dwindled in numbers, you know, their resources were more limited, you know. But then in the very end where God redesignated through the tribes and he redesignated um, places of land for them. He designated a place for Dan, and he actually put them back at the place closest to Israel on the east gate. That's what it says. There were three segments of land that were designated, and Dan was one of them. It's like God purposed. He allowed like these bad choices and these bad things to happen, but God purposed the purposes of God over his life. God drew that back right? And on his boundaries and on his land and taking dominion, he had that place for him um, that was just part of, again, the purposes and the will of God where it brought Dan and the tribe back to where they were. God gave them the land. He named it right up their tribe. And again, he put them at, at the closest place to Jerusalem and on the east gate, which is, we know, the east side was where Christ was coming back. So he was going to be, you know, designated one of three of the return of Christ. So it's very special purpose of God that is ordained that even when we make mistakes, although we don't mean to, sometimes maybe we're just bored or we don't really see it the way, you know, or we forget and we move on and, um, you know, but it's purpose of God that he brings that back. Um, and designates that place of purpose. So I see him um, as you were at the, when I first um, prayed at the throne, and there was something, again, it's like purpose, it's being preserved. 
um, and cared for with great, he has great intention, but the enemy, it's like the enemy cannot touch that, right? Like the enemy couldn't touch that for Dan either, even though they, they made, you know, they moved on for whatever their reasons were. Right. And, um, you know, maybe they didn't think it was the Lord or they didn't understand the Lord, you know, not necessarily being, you know, uh, sinful or rebellious. It could, you know, but God's like, no, you're coming all the way back. This is the designated place um, that I have for you. And so praise God. Well, I hope that ministered to you. Thank you so much. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Open the wrong phone line. I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me come back to you. Hold on. I have two callers with the 817 number. And Lori is 817-894. So thank you. I hope that yes. ministered to you. <laughs> yes, 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 it did. Thank you so much. Thank you. I absolutely receive. Always praying for his purpose for me. Yes. Oh, cool. Wow, that's so cool. You know, it's just like. God's having you breathe the very purposes of his intent in your prayer. That is so cool. So praise God. Well, is there anything we can pray with you about or um, Yeah, just, just real briefly, um, um, a client of mine that I work with, a gentleman who's had a very, very rough life and spent many years homeless, but has been housed for the last couple of years. But he's having to move. His landlord's not renewing his lease. And he's just, he's... Um, in his 60s, he's gotten to, uh, he's got poor health, um, and um, he's just just been in a very hopeless state. He's feeling like he doesn't have much life left and um, not much worth trying to fight for, so he's not been really working with me and trying to find another place for him to live. I last thing I want to see is him being on the street because he refuses to go to a homeless shelter. Um, with his health conditions and um, just just prayers for him for whatever um, I can do to help him that the Lord would have me do that that um, those doors would be opened or um, just prayers for his peace too and he is a believer. Okay. And now I know you said I don't know if you said he was a client so I don't know if it's confidential and you cannot release his first name or yeah. Yeah, we, we That's could just true. call him. Right. We'll just call him Don. Okay. Don. Okay. All right. So thank you. I won't pray for him. I knew, I thought I was hearing you correctly, so I just want to make sure. Okay. Thank you so much, Lori, for joining us this evening. And a privilege to pray with you. And we'll pray um, over your friend now that we're calling Don. <laughs> thank you. Let me close that. God bless you. So, Father God, we thank you for this man, Father God, in Jesus' name. I ask, Father, that you would speak to his psychological, emotional needs, God, in Jesus' name, and and even, um, even the supply of food that he's receiving. Lord, uh, we ask that to bless his body. Lord, I, I pray for his emotions as well. Father God, I, I pray, Lord, in the state where he feels overwhelmed, God, that you would have his eyes opened um, to Lori as an extension of grace to him. 
I pray, Lord, that you would bless Lori's uh, communication with grace and truth and wisdom and love to be able to communicate to this a man, the God, where it unlocks something in his heart and unlocks an understanding in his mind, Father God, to receive. God, that he's worthy to receive, God, that, that he is not um, um, just passive like a victim mentality, Father God, but that he can be proactive um, in choosing um, his future as well, God, being active, God, that he has an active choice, God. And so I thank you, Lord, for helping Lori to establish and to understand, Father God, to set his feet upon the rock and we thank you for opening the right doors god and we pray we do pray for peace and the shalom of god that you would speak to the fear within him father god and drive that out with your lavish love lord we ask you lord we ask you to intervene in many ways god and to show yourself powerful in his life god i i we used to have a man um at our church one of the older churches that went to he was homeless and, um, I mean, it was incredible. He would witness to other homeless people. Uh, it's just incredible to hear his stories, really. It was so humbling, but he was so on fire for God. And, and I've also heard stories of homeless people say how God's provided when they didn't think he would provide, like at their daily meal, and God provides. And just incredible. So we thank you, Lord, that you would bless this man's mindset with the mind of Christ, Father God. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Thank you so much for all that you're doing. And um, may the Holy Spirit intervene and intercept a wrong path. In Jesus' name. Okay, our next caller is 817-386. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Who am I speaking to? What is your first name? Keisha. Keisha? Uh-huh. Hey, Keisha. And are you from California or? No, I'm from Texas. Texas. Oh, okay. Okay. And this is the Keisha I've prayed for before, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Just let me double check. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Let me mute you for a second. So, Father God, we thank you um, for Keisha, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. We just lift her up to you, God. And we thank you, Father, for your provisions for her. God, we thank you, Lord, as she calls upon you, God, um, that you answer her, God, that you supply for her. God, and even um, the provisions and protection and supply, you know how we call like we call uh, 411 like to get information. I don't know if that's still active or not <laughs> because we have so much Google and everything else at our footsteps. I don't even know if they have that live person anymore. I never even thought about that. But um, like I say, like a 311, right, where you just call upon the Lord and you ask him for the information, you know, like you just dial up um, the Lord and um, just dial up 311 and you're getting this divine information um, for, you know, your provision, for your protection, and, um, and just, you know, as you call upon him um, and even cry upon him, right? So he hears our prayers and he hears our cries, you know, right? So even in our 
uh, distresses, he um, he is still our prayers come and reach his ear. So we thank you, Father God, just for how you respond. So this is that exchange and that response where you call upon him and he responds um, in offering to you. You know, he responds um, in, the, in the guidance and the provision and the protection. And um, that exchange is happening as you call upon him. So um, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God, just for that heavenly connection and your heavenly um, responses to her, Father God. <laughs> That's really cool. Um, let me unmute you for a second. So thank you. Wow. That's cool. Thank you. Thank you. And by the way, 411, yes, it is. I did try it not too long ago. It does still work. Oh, that's so funny that I would even say that, and you've tried it not too funny. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Wow. And you know what? I was thinking, like, those people are just sitting there for hours, and no one's call- nobody's calling them, you know? But anyway, so right. very cool. <laughs> very good. So wait, why did you call 411, can I ask? Like, what did you... Okay, so I was calling because I was um, looking for a dentist, and I was um, trying to look up insurance and different companies, and I had I dialed four one one to get the information. I think something was going on oh. with my phone or something, and so I called four one one. Wow, that's funny. Now listen, if I, that is so. This so the Holy Spirit because if you just called there not too long ago, and right. um, you know just giving you that word with the three one one, you know just for you to have that clear understanding, you know of the exchange of information and that heavenly connection. That is so cool to me. Anyways, <laughs> just thank like you. flabbergasted. Thank God. Yes, no, thank very God. cool. Sure. Thank you. Yes. So um, do you have any prayer requests before we move on? Uh, I was just, no, I mean, you, as you prayed, I do believe that that was just confirmation of what I feel like the Holy Spirit was speaking to me, uh, just saying, you know, just call on him and he will provide because I'm dealing with a situation with, with my son and it's like it's so much information having to go backwards and forwards and and they're like, okay, well, if you don't get this, if you don't get this paperwork, you don't get that, then he can't, he can't move forward. And I'm just like, you gotta be kidding me. And so, you know, I just said, you know, I'm just praying for a miracle, uh, uh, another way around it, or whatever, just to, uh, just to help him, just to encourage him, you know. So, <laughs> but I wow. do believe wow. God will provide. Yes. Yeah. Amen. So we just set our faith in agreement with that, God, that you would expedite your answers on her son's behalf, Father God, and let that just accelerate through the power of the Holy Spirit, God, this exchange of calling upon you and you providing, Father God. We thank you. Thank you for your revelation, Lord. Let it be done on earth as it is in heaven on her son's behalf and Keisha as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Thank God. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thanks for being here. God bless you, too. Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Okay, our next caller is 408, 
9-2-1. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Who am I speaking to? Uh, good evening, Sister uh, Deborah. This is uh, Nate, and uh, I'm just calling to uh, get prayer, um, whatever the Holy Spirit gives you. Okay, did you say your name is Nate, N-A-T-E? That's correct. Okay, great. Thank you so much. And where are you calling from? Well, I'm calling from, from Georgia right now, uh, but my okay. phone number is it's California. Um, I'm visiting. Okay. okay, awesome. Well, thank you. Uh, let me mute you for a second. Um, you've joined PGN in the past, maybe not Tuesday night, but a, um, with Randy or another host? I have. I have. I've talked with okay, Randy. Okay, great. Oh, over the years. Um, okay, beautiful. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay, let me um, mute you and I'll come back. Thank you for joining us tonight. God bless you. And then I have two more callers after Nate, 954 and 504. So thank you uh, for your patience. So, Father God, we thank you for Nate, Lord. We just lift him up, Father, uh, before your kingdom. God, in Jesus' name. So I've seen a curb, um, like it's standing before the throne. I've never seen anyone do this, or I've never seen this before. But uh, standing before the throne of God, like before, so before the Lord. And um, so there's a curb there, and the curb is like painted with a caution um, where you're stepping, you know. And, and I don't know if it's just, you know, where the Lord is just cautioning you um, to notice where you step that you don't cross over. Um, places, you know, um, that you weren't intended to cross over. You know, just like David said, um, when he learned from his sin, he said, Lord, don't let there be even a presumptuous sin within me, right? So not crossing over places, even, you know, he's just like in the innermost of my being. Do not let me be presumptuous to cross over. You know, his heart, this is what God, you know, your heart is after me, you know. So, um, so I don't know if it's just a place where God's cautioning you uh, where you're stepping um, or giving you, you know, clear boundaries of not to cross over in certain areas or to step in certain areas. You know, making it clear because, uh, because you would have to literally step into the place that he's he has cautioned you over um and that would be clear to you right so it's not like we just stumble and we didn't know or uh whatever it's almost like this marking where it's very clear um and he's cautioning you in this step and it's actually even um so it is a type of boundary of course and the lord does obviously have that um and his written word and, you know, we were reading some of that even tonight. Um, I mean, some of his body, I'm not saying that's necessarily um, correlates with with this particular word and what I'm seeing here. So um, we thank you, Lord. And, you know, and even stepping, like if you feel like you're stumbling, uh, it's, again, a way for the Lord to caution you so he doesn't want you to fall. You know, he's so gracious in how he leads us and so clear, especially when we're asking him and seeking and knocking. So we thank you, Father God, um, that you, Lord, would not cause Nate's feet to slip 
fall or stumble. I believe that might be Psalm 46. I'm not sure. Um, Father God, but you set his feet upon the rock, Lord, um, to be established of you, Lord, um, in his ways. Let me go to, um, I think this is Psalm 18. Hold on. Yes, Psalm 18. Oh, it's rather long. There's 50 verses there. But, um, yes, and just, you know, even delivering you from your enemy, you know, but making a place for him um, as you were calling out to him that he comforts you and he surrounds you, really, you know, and, um, and that your voice is heard again to his ear. So he is my rock and my fortress. And I deliver my God, my strength in whom I trust, my shield and horn of my salvation and my stronghold. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. So, um, yeah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. So we thank you, Lord, for just um, undergirding Nate with your strength and your grace. Jesus' name, let me just see if there be anything else, Lord. Um, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Jesus' name. You know, sometimes when the Lord does that, he's like, he prepares us for how we're to serve him, you know, and the calling that we have, you know. So, like, if you are very much like a warrior, then we have to war within the means of God's boundaries, you know, and, um, you know, and using his weapons and his, and we can't cross over. Otherwise we get, you know, we will get harmed if we don't fight according to um, the ways that he's ordained, you know? So I think that that part of that is a purpose in that of um, showing you even, um, you know, like not necessarily militant in some ways, but somehow with like an authority, he teaches us to follow authority when he's designed us to be called to lead with authority, right? And sometimes even in doing that, we can feel like God is harder on us um, or being harder with you than with you know, maybe somebody else or seemingly harder on you than someone else is because he's got a call and he's got to sharpen and shape that. And he's always creating us, you know, in, in his likeliness or shaping us into his likeliness um, and his design. But he's, he's placed, um, you know, this call to follow him and his likeliness. And if that has to do with authority, then we have to follow his authority first. Um, And sometimes we're going to bump up against things where he's cautioning us um, not to go so that we learn ourselves. It's a way of protecting and preserving, but also a functioning role in that you learn um, not to do that when you have that authority, that you don't cross those lines so that you don't become harmed, right? Um, because you carry the likeliness of God. So praise the Lord. I receive that. I receive that. Um, God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Do you have any prayer requests before we let you go? 
Um, yeah, I want to specifically, I want to pray for, I mean, there's a, a group um, of people that God has given me to cover and to pray for. Um, specifically, I want to lift up Ms. Grant. Um, I want to lift up, lift up Pastor James, um, you know, for health, uh, for healing and direction. Okay, health, healing, and direction. Yeah, yeah. And, okay, and so of the course, first... however, however the Holy Spirit leads you, because oh, the Holy Spirit oh, knows. Right, right, right. <laughs> yes. Amen. Okay, so um, it's Pastor James, and who was the first person? Mrs. Grant? Mrs. Grant, yes. Okay, all right. Sometimes um, I can't hear correctly. So, okay, we'll pray uh, now. Uh, and then, uh, thank you so much for joining us, and God bless you. Have a wonderful week. Okay. Well, let's pray. Saint. So, Father God, we thank you for Mrs. Grant and Pastor James. Father God, we thank you for touching them. Lord, your word says in um, Jeremiah thirty seventeen, it says um, he heals, um, he restores health, and he heals our wounds. So, Father God, any wound, Lord, um, any arrows in Pastor James's back, we pull out those arrows, Father God, in Jesus' name, and those fiery darts, and ask you to heal those wounds, Father God, in their body, soul, and spirit. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Father, as they are humble. God, Mrs. Grant and Pastor James, God, they are humble people. Come before you and humble themselves, Lord, that you would lift them up. God, we thank you for lifting them up, Father God, and we thank you for your healing, God. We thank you for uh, direction, Lord, um, as they wait upon you, God. We thank you, Lord, that the default of our hearts is the Holy Spirit and seeking you, God, and that you just you just set that compass in their heart, like in that true north where they default to you, God, in every way and in every circumstance and in every condition. Um, it's just automatic. They default to you, Father God. They don't even think about um, being drawn away or, um, you know, pulling away from you in any way, Father. So we thank you, Lord, how you've set them to follow you, God. You've set them to follow you, God, in Jesus' name. So we thank you, Lord, for the clarity of their direction, Father. Thank you for the clarity of the direction, Lord, that they will know, God, if they if they take a step in the wrong direction, three steps, four steps, five steps, seven steps in the wrong direction, we've got that, that, that an eternal compass will pull and draw them back, God. And we thank you for speaking to them by the power of the Holy Spirit, speaking to them um, with your presence, um, in your word, and even in their conscious mind, God. And we thank you, Lord, for, um, we thank you for that, just covering them in every way through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, that was cool. Okay, um, now our next caller is um, 954, let's open your up here, 954-580. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? Where are you calling from? Hi, good evening. This is Carolyn from Jamaica. Oh, hi. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Good. Good to hear from you. It's been a while. I enjoy yeah. praying for you. Yes. Very good. Okay, thank you. Let me mute you for 
fast second and come back. So, Father, we thank you for Carol and Father God in Jesus' name. We just lift her up to you, Father God, and before um, your kingdom's throne. God, we thank you, Lord, for her drawing near with confidence. God, you know, his word says in Hebrews, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace, for there we shall receive mercy and find grace in our time of need. But that place where it says, let us um, draw near with confidence. So I see the Lord's intending. uh, So obviously it's for us individually. Obviously it's for the whole community. And then obviously it's for, um, in my opinion, obvious uh, intercession where we join together to join the throne, right? Let us where we join together um, before his throne. And I see you uh, actually bringing other people with confidence before the throne of God. Um, and, and some people are being like, like even if you, so if you just meet someone and say, we're talking to you and it's a distress or a concern or whatever, just the Holy Spirit um, illuminates your heart. Like, hey, would you like to pray about that? Or, you know, inviting someone to pray. And even if before, even if you know they're a Christian or not a Christian, it's very interesting because most people will accept a prayer for you. Uh, um, I mean, they'll accept prayer. It's very interesting. So, but you are actually bringing them to the throne of grace. So you're inviting them into a place of mercy. You're inviting them into a place of grace for God to, um, to pour forth and to dispense those things upon their life. And I see you, again, just doing it with confidence. Like, hey, do you want to pray? And also in the sense of intercession, bringing other people um, to God's throne. But I see it doing in uh, like a personal thing, like face-to-face type of thing, praying with people. Um, that type of exchange and that the confidence, seeing your confidence as you bring them there, you know, and that trusting, you know, that the Holy Spirit is going to speak through you, just like, you know, me showing up even here, you know, like, I, I just have to trust, and I'm putting my faith, if you will, on the dotted line, that, um, that God's going to fill in that line, I, you know, like, okay, I see the dotted line, I'm putting my faith there, and God's going to put his signature on it, he's the one that has to show up, right, so, um, and so I see that kind of thing happening, you know, where you're just bringing them there. So, Father God, we thank you, Lord, um, let every person that Caroline prays for, God, receive your mercy and receive your grace, God. And we thank you, Lord, um, just how you use her, Lord, to touch those around her, God, to be an influence of light and grace and truth. God, that you would use her even as a, um, like, as a shelter that some people, you know, were going to come and enjoy your covering. But at some point they have to find their own covering, you know. But I see them enjoying you as a refuge for them. And you take them in, take them to the throne of God and ask the Lord for his mercy or use that person or however, you know, you're led. Um, to ask the Lord to, you know, for his mercies to be present in their life. But at some point, they have that turning point where they're going to have to receive Christ and understand what he did on the cross for them because ultimately he is their refuge. 
he is their stronghold, right? And they're to run to him. He's their high tower. That's what I'm trying to say. He's their high tower. But I do see people coming to you um, as a refuge and a place, a hiding place like that. And it's okay that you're going to protect them and bring them in because you're, you're drawing near with confidence to the throne of grace. But again, at some point, there has to be a turning point just so that you know that, that at some point, like you can cover them so much, but then they have to, they have to make a decision. And um, I think many of people will choose, but some people, um, you know, unfortunately will not be under the covering and it'll be hard to let them go. But just trust the Lord, um, trust the Lord in that and how to navigate through that because you carry, right, we have his presence and you carry his compassions. Like so within that we have his compassions and and sometimes um, in that compassion we can also grieve, right, grieve grieving for the other person that they're not receiving the compassions of Christ that they're, they, that, you know, so, um, so just, um, as you minister to pay attention closely to that as well, like what you're feeling or sensing or however, um, I don't think I've ever asked you, um, Caroline, like your, uh, spiritual gifts and how the Lord uses you, but if he uses you with um, noticing how you're feeling, um, you know, what you're meditating on, those kinds of things with words of wisdom and words of knowledge, then engage him, like really this is for everyone, then engage the Lord um, with the gifts he's given you and give it back to him, you know, so that you don't internalize, you're not internalizing it yourself, but you're putting the weight of it back on the spirit who initiated it to begin with and who has gifted you, you know? Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Praise God. Is there anything specific you would like prayer for? Um, Yes, thank you. Um, So this month happens to be my birthday and I have been praying for a few things um, to be materialized in my life within the near future. So I'm just asking you to agree with me in prayer that the will of the Lord be done and I always align to how God wants me to walk because I just don't want to miss any opportunity or any moment. I just want to be within that chaos moment, every opportunity that does come on. Should there be hindrances to my obtaining um, what I'm desiring that the Lord is, is remove all hindrances and the future be done in my life. Okay, so you want to align with him and walk in your opportunities. And did I miss anything else? Mm-hmm. Right, and just the fulfillment of things that I'm praying for, because I'm praying in regards to my career, um, marital assessment, uh, just about a couple of things. Okay. Various areas of my life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, well, let's pray for that, and happy early birthday. God bless you. Thank you. May all of Thank heaven you. rejoice over you. 
celebrate you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> Thank you're you. welcome. Okay, let me mute you for a second and um, come back to you. Or, I'm sorry, I'm going to um, pray for you. And then, Okay, so Father God, we thank you for Carolyn, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you, God, um, for the birthing place. God, the place that you're birthing within her, the things that she's even asking, God, that you are drawing forth, Lord, draw them forth, God, on earth as they are in heaven, Father God. We just pray in agreement, God, that her alignment, or the alignment would come, Father God. We thank you, Lord. Um, we thank you for that, God, in career. And a lot of, I've seen before where alignment, especially with spiritual things, aligns with, um, so I think I've, I mentioned this a little bit ago, um, like a couple months ago, maybe um, somebody in the church, a leader had asked me to pray over something. And I mean, just the flow of the Holy Spirit came and I realized there was an alignment there because that person, because God created all authority. And when the authority says, yes, I bless you to walk in the gift that God's given you, even though specifically this person wasn't saying that they were just saying, I trust that you're going to pray for me and you're going to pray in faith. And like, if you get anything, share it with me. Right. But God, it did this alignment of, so sometimes with alignment, there is an authority there. So be kind of mindful of that. Cause if we, um, God really blesses that. So especially if there's like a <clears throat> spiritual, um, alignment with authority or request, like that's an opportunity to come under the grace of God, okay? So um, just to recognize that as an opportunity. And even in the workplace sometimes too, um, to, uh, with that type of authority as well, because the Lord says it's all from him. So just kind of be mindful of that. Or mindful in the sense of watchful because um, of everything that you're asking. So, Lord, we thank you, Father God, as she places all these things before you. Lord, uh, I just ask that you would sing over her, God, your melody of heaven. God, that she would be in rhythm um, with the rhythms of heaven for um, her birthday, Father God. And we thank you, Lord, that you would release unto her, Father God, um, just your word and bestowing your goodness, Lord, that she would taste and see that the Lord is good, Father God. And I thank you, Lord, for blessing her eyes to see and her ears to hear how you're answering her prayer, Father God. And we thank you, Lord, for setting it in alignment. God, set it in alignment, Father. In Jesus' name, I like it, God, because also there an alignment is an establishment as well. So we thank you. And uh, we thank you for establishing Caroline as well. So God bless you. God bless you again. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, good to hear from you. And let me see. Um, I thought I had one more caller, but they may have, they may have had to go. Yep. That looks like it. So thank you everyone for joining us. God bless you. It was good to be here and to share on the Holy Spirit and um, that he graced us with his presence and his goodness today. So uh, we praise you and we bless you, Holy Spirit. We thank you that we hear you, we acknowledge you, and we treasure you. We treasure you, Holy Spirit. You are our treasure. 
And may we be just as protective over the Holy Spirit as um, our Heavenly Father is. So we thank you for that. Jesus' name. And teach us, teach us, Holy Spirit, how we can minister unto you. Let us minister unto you and, and exalting the name of Jesus and giving glory to our Father in heaven. Um, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Jesus' name. Well, thank you, everyone, again, for joining us. God bless you. Take care.